0: I'm Tanya Snugs.
1: Ribble FM Weather.
0: Today's weather is expected to be sunny and bright with clear skies and very few clouds. There will be light winds and temperatures are expected to reach up to 26 degrees Celsius.
2: listening to Ribble FM and it's Demi and Denise health and Wellbeing show and I'm really excited today because I'm at Blackburn Birth Centre and I'm here with Sheena hi Sheena hi hi Denise uh, it's wonderful it's a sunny day which has been unusual this summer isn't it oh that's been so bad <laughs> it has now Sheena you have had a long career uh, in uh, maternity services tell us a little bit about how it began and your journey through it okay
3: hi everybody I'm Sheena Byram, and I'm still a practicing midwife and I began my career in 1974 actually as a student midwife here in Blackburn and um, I qualified as a nurse after three years and then I went to Burnley to do midwifery and and um, then I worked in all areas of midwifery practice and for so the next odd years. Between Blackburn and Burnley, I worked in both actually, even before they merged. I worked in both organisations. And then when the merger took place, I was actually working as the head of midwifery over East Lancashire Maternity Services. And I, I was part of plan to lead the development of um, Blackburn, the birth centres. So the one at Burnley and Blackburn and Rosendale. So I I work really hard with others to make this happen. It's exciting to me to see this today. It's just um, every time I come, I always feel really grateful is more than anything. I feel grateful that it's still here and still being used because the whole kind of philosophy behind it was Because we knew and now the evidence tells us. So when, when we were creating these spaces, it was actually before there was any formal evidence to say that if you haven't got any complications during your pregnancy... And um, then uh, out of hospital is is as safe, if not safer, in some instances, than going into hospital. So I'd worked in a place called Bramley Mead, which was a big house. It was a birth centre in its day, but they were called maternity units. And I'd worked there for ten years and had two of my children there. Wow. And so I'd I'd seen the benefits of having these kind of spaces. And it was important for me and for others that I work closely with, the whole organisation actually, that we facilitated choice for women so that women and families could, if they wanted to, have a different place to have their baby.
2: That's amazing. And that's a whistle stop uh, of yeah. work and the years of knowledge and, um, you know, creating a, a beautiful space. I mean, we're sat in one of um, the birth uh, rooms t- uh, today to do this interview and the open space the windows looking out onto the green it's just it's calming environment isn't it and you know like you said it's not it's not suitable for every birth but what a great thing that you gave to to people of east lancashire to have that choice to be able to choose something different isn't it it is and it wasn't i
3: have to make it clear it wasn't really just it wasn't me it was that the, the whole organization wanted it and but me and some others led the, the creation of it so you know we we kind of looked at what we wanted in the in the spaces and we knew what we we asked women what they wanted you know that was important women and people and families we asked the locals what they wanted but do you know it wasn't easy it wasn't easy because many of the um clinicians both midwives and doctors didn't want it and the community some of the community didn't want it either because they didn't want what we already had to go they didn't want change they couldn't see they couldn't see and it was it was re- one of the biggest challenges was how to because i i had to do all the um the meetings with midwives and, and to have consultation meetings. And one of the challenges was we didn't have any evidence, formal evidence to say this is going to be better. We just had what my experience and others' experience. So now we have got loads of evidence, but um, it, that was a challenge. But, it, but you know, now some of those midwives who were really
2: not wanting
3: this space didn't want, don't want to retire. <laughs> they love it
2: so much. Yeah, and that's the difference that, you know, yourself and all those people... We're talking about, and um, we're here seeing the evidence today.
4: Like a refund, please.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to Ribble FM and I'm with Sheena at Blackburn Birth Centre and we're talking everything about babies, how they come into the world and Sheena's career uh, within the maternity services which is um, a long and very busy uh, career and I know you talked about um, the birth centre and how that come about. So what other aspects to your career have you developed and delivered?
3: Oh well I guess like most midwives it's that have that have been a midwife for as long as I have, I've seen a lot of changes, and some of those changes I've been involved in helping them to happen. So during my career, I was lucky enough to be chosen to do examination of the newborn, which was that I was one of the first midwives in the country, let alone in this trust, um, with Caroline Broom, and we were kind of the forerunners of doing that. That's where. Midwives examine babies before they go home so that we can. um, It used to be pediatricians only could do that, or neonatologists. And then we did that. So that was a really big thing at the time. I also um, was one of the country's first consultant midwives. And through that, I was invited to. To meet the prime minister and to do some, you know, in national work. And I was also, I've also written several books and I've edited books with Professor Sue Down, all related to childbirth. And during that time, and 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 the other thing I, I, was really particularly proud of. So whilst I was working as a consultant midwife, my role was to was in public health. So my job was to work with the most disenfranchised, the most women and families who were finding it difficult during childbirth for many many reasons it might have been the language it might have been that they were suffering from abuse in their home or it was from extreme poverty so all those reasons plus many more was my kind of remit how to make it easier for those families women and families to access maternity care and we created new teams new ways of working trying to address judgmental attitude with staff things like that and um and yeah and then for that and for that, I um I received an OBE. Why? Wow. And and that that you know that it sounds like I'm showing off, right? Not. Nice. And I want to make it absolutely clear <laughs> that to me it was the biggest shock in the world. And it was sort of an you know I'm one of five girls, and uh, we come from a very humble background. And my parents were deceased at the time, and obviously would you know had died. But one of the things I couldn't stop thinking about was they wouldn't believe it. You know, it was a big shock to us all. That's wonderful. Um, that but it was, a, yeah, big, a massive, massive privilege, and um, to have that, and it was all because I've done a lot of work with with uh, und, you know underprivileged families. Really,
2: yeah, it was quite um, humbling uh, to walk in this morning with you because um, the staff recognise you. If they didn't know you, they'd heard your name, and so obviously you know you've got that uh, impressionable across the, the Midwifery Services, and um, it's nice. For, for me as an onlooker to see that, uh, you know, the smile on your face and the pride that you've got in what you've created and what you've um, been a, you know, key fundamental part of driving good services across East Lancashire and delivering them. But uh, on the scale of babies delivered, do you know how many babies over your career that you've you um, helped or been with? I don't actually, no. Or I don't. And I never ca- counted because...
3: What, for midwives, it's more than delivering a baby, you know, there's a lot to it. Like it's the it's the care you give before and after that's really, really important. So I never placed a huge significance on the actual birth. I used to really love supporting women during that moment of birth. I mean, that's kind of the icing on the cake, really. But there's so much more that midwives do. I just think you know what you said at the beginning about people recognizing me just for anybody listening and um, it's this is really odd for me it's like a strange phenomena because I am just an ordinary person who I don't really feel like I've done anything other than what other people have done and and it, it, it's how it's happened is really it was not intended it was all it's all just happened like that but just a message if there's anybody listening who's like a nurse or a healthcare assistant or a doctor, just that anybody can make positive things happen just by the way you are, by the way you, I think, you know, if, if it was any message I could give, it would just be about being true to your values. Why did you come into the job in the first place? Sticking close to those, even though there's sheep. I mean, I've faced so many challenges in my career, but it's just, um, yeah, just, just be yourself and do the very best you can.
0: Four six five four five one, or visit GreenArcFuelCard.co.uk and see how much you can save.
2: Do you have lower back pain? Joints hurting? Or are you recovering from an injury or operation? Clitheroe Cryo has already helped numerous people alleviate these and many more symptoms. So, could cryotherapy be the solution you're looking for? Located at Clitheroe Leisure and featuring a state-of-the-art cryo chamber, you could expect to recover faster, speed up metabolism and clear up acne, psoriasis and eczema. And the benefits don't stop there. Cryotherapy. Give it a try and see improvements after the first session and discounts available for multi-session bookings. Get in touch via our website clithero-cryo.co.uk or on our social media pages.
0: Having a valid MOT is not just a legal requirement, it's a way of knowing your vehicle is roadworthy and safe for you and your passengers. To make it easy for you, Community Champions Ribble Valley Checkered Flag will collect your vehicle from your home or workplace and deliver it back to you following the MOT test. And there's no charge, unless you live in Leeds, of course. Furthermore, for every test, £5 will be donated to Inflammatory Breast Cancer Network UK. Checkered Flag, supporting the local community when it matters. Driving around the Ribble Valley and need to tow? Ribble Valley Towing is your go-to destination for all your towing needs
2: to uh, the Health and Wellbeing Show with uh, Demi and Denise, and we're here at Blackburn Birth Centre today, and we've been talking to Sheena about her career, um, what's driven her, and uh, you know, being that person who's grounded and from a humble background, but just wants the best for um, maternity services. Um, but the reason why we met up today as well, you've been doing a bit of fundraising, haven't you? And have, uh, <laughs> Yes, I have,
3: so... I do quite a lot of international work and I've got friends from around the world who want to come to England and you have to remember that East Lancashire is actually one of the highest, um, how can I say, it? it's got the best maternity services in the country and the world. So it, when midwives are working in it, they don't really realise that. They don't think, because you're just busy doing your job, aren't you? And, and you're you coming across with difficulties even though you're having many positive things during the day, you're also facing many challenges and uh, and you're getting on with your job but on the, uh, from an outsider's perspective East Lancashire is one of the top places and it's because of the staff and it's because you what they are for choice and it's not just it, the choices have being challenged over the years that they stick to it and they it keeps driving them forward they want to give women of East Lancashire choices yeah so the staff are really important and um and I brought two Scandinavian midwives round. I'm so proud of, of it. And they don't one from Sweden, one from Norway. And they don't have birth centres there. One of them in Sweden has just been closed and it's and it's a tragedy. So there's lots of there's lots of discussion globally about these environments this is so important. More important I think we'll wreck realize in hundreds of years to come just how crucial they are. But um, these two midwives came around and when lovely Alison Whitehead was showing me around and she, kept, she said, you know, some of the furniture's got a bit, bit tired now and some of the outside door for, outdoor furniture, she said, needs renewing and we have to, you know, hopefully get some charitable funds. So I said, well, I'll try and raise some funds. I'll try and do it. And we've just bought a camper van, so I've been off in this camper and I've been knitting and I love knitting. So I knit a scarf and I auctioned it on Instagram and got sixty pounds for it. So I thought, right, this is a really good start. <laughs> yeah, I'll um, I'll ask others. So I've got a friend who's um, in the Rotary, and I asked him. He's called Michael Bridges, and he was he. I used to go to school with him actually, and he asked, he'd asked me to do a talk with the Rotary. So I asked him if the Rotaries could help. So they have been they put some money in as well. Different Rotaries from East Lancs have contributed, and then and then local people, including an obstetrician here, has donated some some funds and it's always hard asking for things like outdoor furniture for a birth centre because there's so many other fundraising needs aren't there like people with cancer and you know real kind of you know sort of heart heart wrenching needs Mm -hmm. and I felt like this was a bit like a fluffy but anyway we got £600 which my hope goes towards some furniture for the staff and the the women who use, women and families who use the birth centre.
2: Yeah I mean it's a beautiful day today, it's sunshiny and it would be, you know, so nice to walk out the patio doors, really very sweet and sit on the furniture outside and, and enjoy that fresh air. Yeah, it's completely um open then, isn't it? And uh, with your fundraising, uh, lots of people have been knitting up and down their East Lancashire and donating it to the centre Yeah. And and um, they're offered uh, at the front a reception area for people if they want to purchase and all that money's going into the pot and um, to do things specifically for uh, the birth centre which is wonderful and uh, I know that they'll be able to go and choose um, and purchase this furniture very soon so you know throughout your career you've made a difference and, and even on your your tour showing people around you saw a need and you've you've fixed it again Um, which is is brilliant you know and you know looking at the staff and how they were talking about you know what they need and what they don't need there's there's lots of things that we can fundraise for so I suppose off the back of your fundraising what we can say is if anybody wants to uh, support the birth centres or the maternity services etc across East Lancashire to get in touch with um, the hospital charity which is ELHT and me and uh, I'm very proud of our ELHT and me and it's come from you know seeing needs like this that are outside NHS funding that they wouldn't be able to have um, but we could make that happen and it's people like you embracing that oh. that make that difference so thank you so much for that Oh thank you Denise no, I your
0: that what devils do Took you so long, where only fools has gone, I shook the angel and you. Now I'm rising from the crowd, rising up to a door, with all the strength i
6: find. there's
0: nothing I can't do. Your soul. Is that what demons do? They rule the world to me, destroy everything They bring down angels like you Now I'm rising from the ground Rising up to you, filled with all the strength
5: Welcome back. You're listening to Denise and Demi's health and well-being show on Ripple FM, where we do until 2pm. And Sheena, how inspiring was she?
2: Oh, I'm still in awe of her. And I know she told us not to be because she's very humble yeah. about her career. And, you know, she doesn't count how many babies she's delivered and uh, the number of staff and people that she's worked with over the years. You know, she's just lovely just a lovely lady and she's just had such a huge
5: impact here at the birth centre hasn't she you know you walk into the doors there's a plaque immediately with her name on in recognition of what she's done for the centre she was the driving force behind that
2: and and that's a rare thing you know we don't do plaques in the hospitals no we don't no so it's a very rare thing that somebody gets recognised in such a way so you know hats off to her
5: yeah. And that was how she left her career before early retirement as head of midwifery at East Lynch Hospital's Trust. Mm. And I don't think she quite realizes how recognizable and sort of famous, you know, she is because she's not with us right now. And um, for the listeners out there, we've just walked outside um, into the garden space and then she walked past a window. Which you know, all three of us just did. Mm-hmm. And then one of the midwives came in and said, "Oh, um, the lady who's just delivered her baby in one of the rooms down the corridors recognized you out the window. Um, can you go and
2: say hello?" So follow oh, so us on Instagram. <laughs> how how did we not know that Tina uh, had how many followers uh, on Maybe Instagram? Eleven thousand. Oh my goodness, she's like she's so famous. Yeah.
5: But she's got, you know, record, but she's done so much
2: in yeah. her career and she travels the world. She was telling us so much off, um, off the radio, uh, that, you know, she travels the world. She uh, brings, um, midwives from all around the world and she is so proud of East Lancashire, uh, you know, hospitals approach to midwifery, yeah. like deliveries. You know, it oozes out of her and she recognizes all the people that she's worked with and who taught her. Yeah, and also mentioned that, you know, her daughter is a midwife and, you know, wider family have been in the NHS profession, sort of, you know, it's
5: just lovely. The bit that I love what she said was, I'm midwife to midwives now. I just like that. If you yeah. repeat it in your head, let like that sink in.
2: It's so lovely. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, she. She's had an amazing career. She's changed many lives. She's delivered many lives. And what I think her main message was, was that she'd strive strive towards giving the best uh, maternity experience and having the choices. Yeah. And having those assurances for mums-to-be across East Lancashire that we've got the best, which is amazing. It is. And even now, she's
5: still trying to do as much as she can for Blackburn Birth Centre, She's done her fundraising. She's done mm-hmm. a knitting to raise the funds. And, you know, she's so passionate about enhancing the experience constantly, so consistently with the
2: garden furniture that we hope to have in place. Very right. soon. And yeah, yeah, very soon. Well, you know, rubber, it's, the summer has been rubbish. So if we get the garden furniture in now, probably September, October will be really nice and they'll be able to benefit from it. Fingers crossed <laughs> all round.
5: But if not, we'll hope for
2: what, May the earlier? Yeah, I think May this year was quite nice, wasn't it? So, do, yeah. yeah. To go out of those patio doors from the birthing suites and be able to sit on garden furniture in the garden space. Yeah.
5: Um, just makes it very homely. It does. And it's such a personal place to be. You know, you're not in, it doesn't feel like you're in the hustle and bustle of the hospital, but you've got the exact same care. You've got all the attention. And, you know, if there are any pregnant ladies listening right now, book a tour to the birth centre. Do consider it. you know, it's such an amazing facility that we should all take advantage of if
2: you're able to. Definitely. I think that's really good advice, Demi. I think when you, you become, you know, expecting um, all sorts of things and thoughts and you you hear things and, and difference of opinions, old wives' tales and all oh, those yeah. sort of things. And I am 100% positive that if you went for a tour, uh our birthing uh, suite at Blackburn or at um, Burnley. But I would say go to Blackburn first. Yeah. Um, and you had a tour of that. I think you would be at ease and you would understand the choices that you've got. It's like Sheena said, you know, it's about choices, about making you comfortable and having a really good journey. And I'm very proud that we meet these professionals that explain how great our East Lancashire Hospital Trust and our wonderful staff are.
1: Give us a call on 0800 328 0006 and start your app journey now. That's 0800 328 0006.
2: The perfect home is waiting for you.
4: When is a hotel not a hotel? When it's a lifestyle destination with fabulous rooms, great restaurant, beautiful location and facilities to rival the UK's top hotels. A stunning award-winning wedding venue right here in the Ribble Valley, catering for 40 to 400 people. Our wedding planners will make sure everything goes smoothly and make your special day even more memorable.
3: Get ready for the Hodder Valley Show and join us on Saturday the 9th of September in Sladeburn. The gates are swinging open at 10am and the last entry is 430 so don't miss out. There's a captivating livestock display and a mouth-watering food haul. Check out our vintage tractors and thrilling sheepdog trails. We've got something for everyone. It's time to secure your spot today. Tickets are available both online and at the gates. For booking and more information, visit hoddervalleyshow.co.uk.
1: Oh,
5: Thanks for tuning in to Denise and Demi's Health and Wellbeing Show on Ribble FM. We love speaking to you each week and we love it when we get messages. So, if you've got any plans coming up this weekend or you want to tell us any exciting news, we don't have to share it. We just like to be a part of it, don't
2: we? Absolutely. We're really nosy. <laughs> 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 but, you know why not (laughs) what's what's the point in knowing something or experiencing something and not sharing it is there new restaurants out there that we don't know about is there fun days and things going on just tell us as we so as we know about it
5: and as always we do come to you to ask if you want to hear from any area of care give us that message get in touch we're on email at fundraising at elht.nhs.uk or pick up the phone, chat to us on O one two five four seven three two one
2: four zero. What are you doing this weekend, Annie? Well, um I've got lots of plans um which involve um getting a dress. I need a dress. I've got an event coming up. Oh what? A surprise event. And so my daughter's going to get married. Oh she is. I forgot. Oh well, yeah. That's so, yeah, I need to go and take my mum. And myself, and we're going to go dress hunting. Bit of a strange time of year because autumnal stuff's coming in, but summer's not really gone. But um, yeah, I won't end up getting anything, but I'll probably end up to Southport with mom. (laughs) (laughs) You'll
5: have fab time as long as you go for a dress, and you can always put a cardigan on or just something. Don't go too heavy. You're always warm anyway, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm at at that age.
7: Hawks, you told me you were bad, bad news. You called them crazy. God, I hate the way I called them crazy, too. You're so convincing. I do lie without flinching? Oh, i a mesmerizing, paralyzing, tragic little thrill. Can't figure out just how you do it. And God knows I never will. And for me and not her. Six girls, your age know better. I've made some real goodness.